I've got a question. My question is what is empathy? Something I've been discussing with my dad on and off for a while now. You know that debate that is you know what people say empathy and some say sympathy. Some people say, "Hey, don't pity me. I don't want to be pitied." Nobody really likes pity, right? Feels like somebody's feeling sorry for you, what you're going through. But on the other hand, we appreciate it when someone puts themselves in your shoes and can relate to what you're going through. Can be able to understand and feel your pain, right? That's that's something that is easier for us to be able to accept empathy. But then I've come to realize that empathy is one of the most difficult things for people to show. Number one, we're all always up in our own heads. We we find it difficult to relate with others. Now I know that we all have different size feet, and it's difficult to wear someone else's shoes. I mean. Figuratively, it's difficult to do that, right? Even literally, it is. But figuratively, it's difficult to wear someone else's shoes. But let's look at it the other way. Like you would want someone to be able to figure out how you feel. And I think the best way for people to get to know you better is by getting to know them better. Now, this is just my thoughts, right? My opinion on it. I'm just going to give um, a little example of that. You see, if I'm going through a lot of pain, and somebody comes to my room and a person is like, "Oh, hey, I have a headache. I have a bad headache." There's a tendency to think. How bad can your headache be? Can it be worse than what I'm going through? And just feel like, why is she lamenting? Why is she making a big deal of what she's going through? I'm going through worse. But then I realized that that's the thing. What you're going through is what may look like hell to you. But what that person is also going through looks like hell to him, right? I have to be able to relate with her pain, and so that maybe she can relate with my pain. Being so selfish and self-centered, sometimes it's okay. We understand that, especially when you're going through a lot and you don't have people rallying around to support you. You have to just be your, you know. One person army, one person, you know, um, chair party. Just trying to cheer yourself up, take care of yourself, make yourself happy, right? But sometimes that's the right opportunity you have to just put aside what you're going through and be there for other people and empathize. 
I'm going to give you a story of a very dear friend of mine. Very, very dear friend of mine. Someone who is so close to me. Really close. I mean, that close that on my birthday, every day, every birthday of mine, then he will call me a minute to 12 midnight. Just when the next day is about to, you know, to come on, he calls me. And he's saying, I want to be the last person to wish you happy birthday. When I can't sleep those days, he calls and he reminds me that, hey, aren't you the daughter of a king? Close your eyes and sleep, you know. You should be able to sleep. He was someone who sang to me, who wrote poems for me, who made me happy. And there was a time in my life where he just went quiet all of a sudden. I didn't hear from him and I was angry. I was upset. Yes, I didn't tell anybody I was upset, but in my mind I was thinking that, where's this person I need him now, where is he? I mean, he doesn't care about me anymore. He's not reaching out to me. He's not talking to me. What's going on with him? And so I said I wasn't going to talk to him. I was just going to just let him be. And whenever he's ready to talk to me, he'll talk to me. I went for my master's in Europe. And while I was there, I... (laughs) I had this call one night when I was walking home from a study session with a friend and my sister called me and she said, do you know that this person is dead? And I was like, what? And I cried and cried. I was walking on the street and I was crying. And for years after that, I kept crying. A part of me felt guilty. A part of me felt guilty that all this while I was so mad at him, I was just thinking about myself. He hasn't called me. He hasn't checked up on me. He hasn't, you know, he's not there for me. And he was very sick. And he died. And what did I do to help him? How was I there for him? I mean, that is really sad. But it taught me this big lesson about being there for others, putting myself in people's shoes, trying to understand what they're going through, putting aside my pain, my difficulties, and trying to, you know, try to relate with what others are going through. I mean, I could give you different examples. I just let me just give you one more. I have a dear friend who thankfully is still alive. And I've known him for many years now. We we're really good friends. We catch up, we talk politics, we talk <laughs> morality, we talk we talk about different things. I mean, there's nothing we can really talk about, you know? So same thing, we lost touch for a while. One of those times I had one of these bad relapses and 
when I have a relapse like that, I can't really talk to many people. I can't really communicate much. Cognitive ability is not as sharp as, you know, as when I'm good, when I'm well. So because I had learned, you know, I had learned from this lesson uh, of this, my late friend, I decided that, hey, let me call this person, you know, take some time out and call this person and find out how he's doing. So one day I went somewhere, a very quiet place, and I called him up and I said, what's going on? How are you doing? How are you feeling? It's been a while I heard from you, just checking up on you. And he told me how sick his mother was. And he's really close to his mom. And he's the last boy, <laughs> just like me. And the mother was in stage four cancer, you know. And she was so sick. And they were rallying around trying to do whatever they need to do to make her better or not and it was a difficult time for their family and I was happy that I could talk to him rather than you know I could be there for him I could just be a listening ear just be there for him whatever I had just thought about myself I mean showing empathy is about leaving trying to be less self-centered less selfish trying to not just look at things in your own way trying to look at things from another person's perspective I mean looking at it from a third point of view just look at it this way you know you go out of yourself sit on a roof somewhere and look down at that person or just say what if it were me you know it helps it makes people feel better it makes them smile it gives them hope when somebody you know empathizes with them we're human beings and we love empathy as human beings and it's something that we could all learn to develop it's not easy some people find it easier than others but I'm a work in progress. Something I'm still working on. I keep trying to put my thoughts aside, my I mean, my issues aside and try to be there for others. And I've even come to realize that at the height of the challenges I go through, if I could just Ignore it for just a little bit, just a little bit. And create space in this crazy world I live in for other people, you know, just to lend a listening ear or just my presence, you know, in someone's life. It'll go a long way to helping with my pain, but most especially, more importantly, could just make someone happy. Could bring a smile to someone's make the world a better place for someone so lesson for today my lesson for today maybe your lesson for today 
I'm going to work on continuing to work on being less judgmental and more real with people. I'm going to try to understand people better, put myself in their shoes, relate more with what they're going through, pick up the phone and call a friend and say, hey, I've not heard from you in a while. How are you doing? Put a smile on someone's face every day.